Hello, and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and evolutionary biologist Kamaria Nasrula is talking to us about declining insect diversity with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician, fluid mechanist, and possessor of an endoskeleton. All right, Kamaria, what's going on with our declining insect diversity? Tell me everything. Um, Okay, so researchers from the University College London have been looking at changes of insect numbers Um, due to impacts of climate warming, but they're also looking at intensity of agricultural use of land. Okay. Um, So using this Natural History Museum ecological database called PREDICTS, um, they've looked at over 17,000 species um, across 6,000 global uh, locations and this data spans across 20 years. Um, So what they've found is that areas with high intensity agricultural use and also high levels of climate warming impact um, insect numbers have actually dropped by almost half, so by forty nine percent. I know, <laughs> and insect diversity, so number of species, has also decreased by twenty nine percent, so almost a third. Okay, so this seems pretty significant, but I guess the question that I often ask people on Cosmos Science Daily is, why should we care specifically about this? Uh, insects are not only super important for biodiversity um, and ecosystem services, but they're actually super valuable to the economy. Um, so insects of class insecta basically dominate the natural world. They make up um, about 60% of all living animal species and there's more than 1 million species described. So they're important in lots of different ways, but one of them is through pollination and about 35% of our crops actually rely on direct pollination and about 75% of crops, um, if not all crops, um, are getting some benefit, so indirect effects from pollinators. Um, In Australia, honeybee pollinators alone are estimated to contribute about $6 billion a year to the economy, and the global insect economic value of pollination is $300 billion. Okay, so that is huge. It sounds like insects are really important to society in a bunch of different ways. Now, I do have a question about the impact of high-intensity agriculture because I presume that when we're getting rid of all of these natural habitats, that's really affecting the biodiversity as well? Yes, definitely. So um, just to clarify what high-intensity agriculture means, it's characterised by um, chemical inputs, so using pesticides and herbicides, having a low crop diversity, so just having one or only a few types of crops, um, they're generally large field sizes with lots of native vegetation cleared and also a high livestock density. Um, So when this study was looking at high-intensity agricultural areas, they found that insect numbers had reduced by 45% and number of species by 33%. But in low-intensity areas, um, the reduction was much less severe. So it was 19% of the numbers and 22% of the species. So um, the study shows just how much difference just the type of agricultural intensity or use can have on retaining insect biodiversity. Yeah, for sure. And so I guess my next question is can how do we help? Is there anything that we can do to sort of increase those levels of biodiversity when we in areas that we know we have to have this high-intensity agriculture? Um, So, yeah, I think one of the important take-home messages of this study is to 
is that diversity is key and to make sure that the insects are not being dependent on a single seasonal crop species. Um, so if you could imagine um, if you had only one type of crop that only flowers one time in the year, you're only feeding that population for that short amount of time. And then when that crop's harvested, there's no other food for the insect population to live off and they might die or move to another area. And so it's actually harming agriculture because the next year there's not going to be as many pollinators in the area. So what they found um, in areas of low level agricultural intensity that had lots of native vegetation around, so about 75% coverage, um, the insect populations are only impacted by about 7% and uh, number of species by 5%. Um, and this is in comparison to areas that didn't have much native vegetation around. Um, so those areas saw a loss of 63% of insect numbers and 61% of the number of species. So just even the amount of native vegetation you have around the farm makes a huge difference um, and having lower levels of intensity farming as well. So these are kind of simple ways that you can still maintain agricultural production but also maintain um, our populations of pollinators and other insects um, that are already kind of um, impacted by climate warming. Amazing. So it sounds like to begin to solve this problem, we already have the tools and we can just go and plant more natives, which I love. So thank you so much, Camaria, and thank you to everyone for listening at home. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Matilda, one of the hosts of Huh? Science Explained. In this new weekly podcast from Listener and Cosmos magazine, we'll be answering all those weird and wacky questions you never thought you'd know the answer to. Like, how does a rapid antigen test work? Or how does popping candy work? In just 10 minutes, no lab codes required. To listen, search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.